0: Settle in, children, for another episode of Soccer Nori. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Soccer Nori. I've got my nightcap with me this you, time. I've you got a nightcap. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> i tucked up. Shall I get you a blanket as, as well? I can settle in. Settle down. <laughs> uh, this is another story from Andrew Ward's Soccer's Strangest Matches. And this is a story called Completed 15 Weeks Later. Oh, I thought he was going to mate. Complete it, <laughs> mate. Complete it. <laughs> well, this is from 1898, so I hope they haven't completed it <laughs> by then. So the byline is Sheffield, November 1988 to March 1899. That's a long... That's yeah, a, it that's feels quite like really some time there. Yeah. If it had just been 1899 to 1900, that would have sounded so long. <laughs> yeah. At halftime on a drab November Saturday, Argus Jude, a Birmingham press man, Argus Jude is like hyphenated. Argus Jude. Argus Jude. I don't know what that means. Is that that his name? Yeah. Uh, A Birmingham press man bet a Sheffield reporter a cigar and a cognac that the game wouldn't be completed. He won his bet. The game was abandoned 10 minutes from time. Why the hell would you make that bet? I do not know. (laughs) What was... It doesn't say like it was... It. It just says on a drab November Saturday. It wasn't like snowing or anything. Yeah. Mm, insider information, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, it does feel like he's slipped the back under to the, <laughs> the referee. Uh, he won this bet, the, ban- the game was abandoned 10 minutes from time, but the Sheffield man felt he might felt he had cause for a refund when he heard the Football League's decision. In the 1890s, each abandoned game was treated on its merits rather than automatically replayed. I think we've talked about this on other ones where they just gave the result yes, to someone. Yeah. Uh, for some, the score was allowed to stand. For others, as is the case in this Sheffield Wednesday Aston Villa game, the game had to be completed at a later date. Now, does that mean they just play the last 10 minutes? That's what I was going to (laughs) ask. Because surely that doesn't make sense. (laughs) In which case, I would be on the Sheffield guys' side. If they're just going to play the last 10 minutes, I agree. (laughs) Uh, The problem started with the match referee, Aaron Scrag, a crew fuel agent. What the hell is a fuel agent? similar to a press man <laughs> <laughs> You're true these are jobs that don't exist anymore <laughs> yeah. aren't they basically uh, a crew fuel agent and FA counsellor missed his Manchester train connection by 10 seconds he telegraphed to the Sheffield Wednesday offices but these were some distance from the Wednesday ground by kickoff time 2.30pm no one knew where the referee was but so, it still started which which is this talking about this is the the original game yeah the original on the November Saturday. Yeah. So the game started seven minutes late. A local football referee, Fred By, took charge until Aaron Scrag arrived at half time. Around seventeen thousand people were present. That's quite a good crowd, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, a good sized crowd, it even agrees with <laughs> <laughs> considering that Wednesday were on the slide and the weather was dire. Ah. So it said drab at the start. Maybe underselling it a bit yeah. by the sounds of it. Uh, it rained all morning and a keen piercing wind blew towards the healy end. That's quite a nice description, a keen wind. I yeah. like that. Uh, the ground was very heavy and the f- ball fell dead at times. It was also very, very gloomy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everyone in Sheffield. <laughs> gloomy is a nice way to describe the weather as well, isn't it? <laughs> I like that. He has a nice turn of phrase every now and again, old Andrew Ward. Wednesday took the lead after 20 minutes... Croshaw's shot hitting this oh yeah took the lead after 20 minutes Croshaw's shot, shot hitting the legs of three or four defenders and zigzagging into the net <laughs> hitting hope yeah how hard did he hit that there yeah. four different players were and still carrying back then as well yeah they did broke <laughs> three players legs <laughs> <laughs> yeah pushed them into the net <laughs> Ashton Villa equalised a minute later with Frank Beddingfield a late replacement at centre forward hooked Smith's centre into the net right oh a late replacement as in before the game not a substitute right okay I don't think they had substitutes did they in those days substitutions not were, sure. even in the 66 World Cup I don't think they had substitutions wow I think they played all the 90 minutes plus extra time with that stupid heavy ball <laughs> no wonder it was 4-3 at the end uh, it was the only football league goal bedding field would ever score despite being a centre forward <laughs> <laughs> three years later he collapsed oh oh this is not so nice three years later he collapsed after playing an fa cup type for portsmouth and died of consumption in south africa not long afterwards consumption what so he collapsed but then got better i guess and then, di- and then died of consumption in south africa that story makes no sense that that's a story for another day yeah surely. it just feel like this should be talked about elsewhere but not not here apparently uh, a goal by driver gave Wednesday a 2-1 half-time lead the next goal Hemingfield's header giving Wednesday a 3-1 three- oh, the next goal which was Heming- Hemingfield's header giving Wednesday a 3-1 lead yep. was awarded by re- match referee Aaron Scragg, the, the proper referee yeah who had finally found his way to the ground which yep. we already knew yep. because it told us before <laughs> this is so weirdly written <laughs> but Scrag's difficulties continued the pitch Wait, was in sem- what? Oh yeah, he had difficulties getting there. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's difficult. He hadn't had any difficulties in the match yet. <laughs> so just his difficulties in life in yeah. general, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the pitch was in semi-darkness. Players tried to spot the white shorts or striped shirts that weren't too muddy. They wouldn't have had floodlights, I don't suppose, at this stage. I would guess they? not. No. So, what time were they playing this in the day, though? I did it said, didn't it? No, yeah, it started at two thirty PM. In started no- seven minutes late. Yeah, so two thirty seven. But well. in, in November, it shouldn't be getting that dark. So when would it when would it go until? Uh sort of four. Four ish. Yeah. No. Yeah, so four but plus fifteen minutes for half time, so about half past four probably with added time. Yeah. I guess it'd be getting dark right by the end. Yeah. But the it- last ten minutes, I guess yeah good point uh where do I get to uh spectators listened for the sounds of players shouting. Some could see the ball only when it was punted above the level of the stands to court the moonlight maybe i don't I don't really understand how that works. Oh, why are they kicking it? Yeah, and why couldn't you see it when it was on the pitch i so I, I went to a Morkham match once where I oh know it was at Kendall actually where we couldn't see the other end of the pitch. It was that foggy. Yeah. So we literally could only see when the ball was at this end, which was really fun. It was, like, it was so cool to watch a game like that and not be able to see the other end. I like just yeah. hear that's all you could do. So if anything, I feel like these spectators have got a good thing going. This sounds like fun. Uh, there were just over 10 minutes left to play when protests by DV of Aston Villa led to Aaron Scragg consulting a linesman. The game was abandoned and the debate began. Wednesday claimed their 3-1 lead was a springboard for almost certain victory and they should be awarded the game. That seems fairly fair to yeah. me. Ten minutes to go, 3-1 up. I think you could, I think there's a good case to be said yeah. that you should be getting the game after that. Uh, reporters agreed that from what they could see, Villa looked very unlikely to recover. On the other hand, Villa came, claimed Wednesday were to blame for arranging such a late kickoff they should have known November days were gloomy and therefore the whole match it says it in this book <laughs> yeah and therefore the whole match should be replayed I... that doesn't seem like a very good argument to because me because you knew it was... that sounds like an argument of an insurance man yes you should have known it was going to be gloomy yeah. no pay up for you the football league in their wisdom compromised <laughs> The football league in not wanting anybody to be angry with them (laughs) compromise real sort of sarcastic journalism (laughs) there in their wisdom Uh, they decided the extra 10 and a bit minutes should be played (laughs) on a convenient date so the game continued 15 weeks later one conundrum was how to start the game Would Aaron Scrag remember where the ball was when he abandoned the game so he could (laughs) drop it from the right place? Well, we couldn't even see the ball. That was the problem. (laughs) He's got no idea. What would it matter? Just kick off from the the midpoint? Who cares? The second conundrum was the eligibility of players. Would the same 22 men be forced to resume their places? Good point. That is an interesting point. Because if it's the same game and there's no substitutions, which I don't think there were. Yeah what do you do if someone got injured in those 15 weeks or mm. stop playing football that's probably happened <laughs> a lot in these days uh interesting question that is uh, a third problem was the likely low attendance It yep. would turn out to watch the last 10 minutes nobody. of the game when the result was cut <laughs> and dried very good point but that doesn't really matter does it because a low attendance doesn't actually matter if you've got no. if you've got yeah. nobody there that's actually best yeah, because then you'd have to do security to or anything. The just, yeah. yeah, yeah. In just, fact, you just shut the doors. Like nobody's just, allowed to come just in. Just give the referee the keys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lock it when you lock it when yeah. You're finished. <laughs> the football league ruled that play would start in the usual manner, tossing a coin for the choice of ends, and then a place kick, which I assume they mean kick off. Yep. Well, they would have known which ends there. No, toss a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember. Too long ago and that any registered player could take part in the event Villa used 13 players and Wednesday 16 no doubt the club secretary needed across an, the two games I assume so yeah because I don't, yeah, like I, said, I don't think substitutions were a yeah. thing uh, no doubt the club secretary needed an abacus to decide how the win bonus would be divided oh, <laughs> good joke Andrew uh, someone had the bright idea to entice the crowd after the 10 minute farce the two teams would play a 90-minute friendly, provided that the light held good. Ah, which it didn't, because it's gloomy. <laughs> it's always gloomy. I mean, this is March. It's going to be lovely right now, isn't it? <laughs> the proceeds of the friendly would go to Wednesday's Harry Davis, whose benefit match a few weeks before had been very badly attended. <laughs> that was not very nice. Uh, on this occasion, 3,000 people turned up. Oh, so that this is for Harry Davis's testimonial. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, 3,000 people turned up and Wednesday beat Villa 2-0. These, do they only play each other, these two teams? <laughs> <laughs> so they constantly playing each other. For 15 weeks, Wednesday had desperately needed the two points held in abeyance. Relegation, oh, it's a two points for a win in those days. Yeah, right, so... They're not going to get them given until no. they play the final ten minutes. Relegation was probable, whereas Villa were the favourites for the league championship. Well, this is a big result for Wednesday if yeah. they win it. Then, during the infamous six hundred and thirty seconds of the replay, Wednesday added a further goal to get <laughs> a four-one victory. <laughs> but it didn't keep them in the first division. No, but, but Villa did still manage to win the championship. So it's so so all for naught. The game made no <laughs> difference. <laughs> This was not the only football league game to be completed at a later date. Stoke were once ordered to, to were once ordered to Wolverhampton to play five minutes. <laughs> we order you to Wolverhampton, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how to. Uh, and Warsaw and Newton Heath completed that, completed on a second day. Oh, so those those two were both before because this proved to be the last such instance right, okay. of this same yeah, thing. Yeah. Such was the adverse publicity that the Football League changed its rule over abandoned matches forever. Good. And that is the end of the story. (laughs) So, that was a story about a game being postponed for 15 weeks. Yep. Nothing really happened. (laughs) It made no difference. (laughs) So, I don't see why it's such a big story. But... It was a story, wasn't it? <laughs> and it's in a book. <laughs> and we know now that it's gloomy in Sheffield in November. So who we've, knew? we've learned something <laughs> gloom new. That's who knew. trash pandas. But he doesn't have any shoes on. That's just going to attract more wasps, isn't it? (laughs) See ya, suckers!